This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. WPHD-WPHD-HD-WOGL HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app the revolution will be broadcast this is the next generation of talk now on talk radio 1210 WPHD Rich Zioli Gag order against former President Trump is outrageous, 100%. I told you that yesterday. 100% outrageous, and he's taking a stand against the judge's gag order and saying he is willing to go to jail. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter. At Rich Zioli, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. We got a lot going on. There is a uh, hospital strike which they are now saying is an Islamic jihad that caused this hospital strike in Gaza right now. Uh, We're getting details on that coming out. Also, too, we have the speaker fight for Congressman Jim Jordan. Um, Strange clip here from this guy, Ken Buck. You know, I'm not a fan of this guy. He's a Liz Cheney guy. He and Liz Cheney are besties. And I guess at one point, Ken Buck had said he wanted to get a job on MSNBC or CNN. He has another guy who's looking there for he's there for his own self-interest. Bottom line, he's there for his own self-interest, so that's what Ken Buck is all about. Anyway, this is Ken Buck. He, he doesn't want to vote for Jim Jordan. He doesn't want to vote for Tom Emmer. He basically doesn't want to vote for anybody. I don't know why Ken Buck is even speaking other than he's trying to get a job. Uh, take a listen. Oh, he did not vote for Congressman Jim Jordan, instead voting for Tom Emmer. Well, I guess my first question is, do you really want Tom Emmer to be speaker? No, I don't. I don't like Tom Emmer. I figured this would be the worst job in America. Mike Rowe would not want to do this for his TV show. This is a terrible job. Okay, so just to underscore that, you voted for somebody because you don't like them. I I, I voted for somebody because I wasn't going to vote for Jim Jordan. So he voted for somebody else because he wasn't going to vote for Jim Jordan. Gotcha. So again, this is a guy who's 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 butthurt and holding out right now. Sorry, but I had to say it because he does not want to vote for Jim Jordan. Sorry, there's no other way to describe it. You got a better word? Uh, weenie. Nope. Butthurt's better. Got he another does, better word? He does seem like a total loser. Thank you. Got another word? I, no, but okay. stop saying it. Dork. Dork? Bitter? It's a dork. What year is this? Dork? Dork is back. Is Dork back? Dork is back. Oh, good to know. I guess whatever old is new again, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, good. I'm glad. Dork is back. Welcome back, Dork. Welcome back, Dork. Speaking of Dorks, Mac DeSantis, we have some audio of Donald Trump. Hey, you're not wearing your Harvard sweatshirt today. Good for you. <laughs> as uh, as Joan on social media pointed out, the H could have stood for anything, including Harper. Yeah, or 
Hamas. So it's a good thing, which is basically Harvard. So it's a good thing you didn't wear it today. I'm not going to wear the same clothes two days in a row. Well, I have some new Phillies, Phillies gear on order, but in the meantime, I've got my red October shirt on. I got my Phillies hat on. But it's still the red, you know, the bright red. And I told you my rosacea, my nose gets red. And so I don't like it. I, I want to go maroon. Uh, Borowski had a nice maroon hat today. Did you see Big Dan's maroon hat? Me? I didn't see it. No, oh, I actually yeah. didn't see it either. No. Yeah, Big Dan had one. We'll check in with Big Dan and uh, our buddy uh, Attic Anthony in a little bit. They're on their way down to the ballpark tonight, but apparently it's a cluster down there. Yeah, it's already a disaster. That's what they're reporting. So let's understand what's going on in South Philadelphia tonight, just in case you were thinking about it. We have a sold-out crowd for the Phillies Game 2 tonight against the Diamondbacks. We also have... The Philadelphia Flyers, Flyers home opener. Home opener. Flyers home opener, which is at the Wells Fargo Center. Yes, and that's Which is six. right next to Citizens Bank Park. Yes. At 6 o'clock. The game tonight's at 8.07. But we have the big Philadelphia, uh, the, the Phillies block party, which is happening as we speak. Mm-hmm. All right, then there's something else going on tonight. Yes, on top of that, at the link, they're playing a soccer match between Mexico and Germany. Oh, well, nobody's going to that. Who the nobody's hell going soccer? to that, but oh, True. you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, I bet they get a good crowd. All right, so Mexico and Germany are playing soccer <laughs> at the link. Yes. All right. So that's By the way, that's the lesser. Can we all agree it's the lesser event of the three events tonight? Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, number one is the Phils in the uh, National League Championship, and then we've got Flyers home opener. Look, you know, we're we, now that we got rid of the coach you didn't like, we got the the whole front office, everything. They, every, they're 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 all pulling the same direction now, which it's it's a nice that nice makes Henry very happy. Yes, they're still going to stink. But they're all pulling the same way now. By the way, I, just for the record, I, I know that I get mocked at this radio station and among the Zeoli Army for not knowing anything about sports. Fair enough. But did I not call it yesterday? Did I not say that Nick Castellanos was going to have an amazing game last night? He did. And he Attic did. Anthony Dorenzo, with his pompous, cocky little attitude, turns around and goes, no, 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 he already had his best time last <laughs> week. He did great last week. Now he's going to, tonight's not going to be that good. And I said, I don't agree with that. I think, I think Castellanos is going to have an amazing game. And what did he do the first time up at bat last night? Hit a home run Hit opposite field. Hit a home field. run. Bravo. The way he's swinging the bat, man, he's hitting it all all across the field, hitting away, pitches away. Oh, he's dangerous when he does that. So, you know, I texted you guys last night. You were on the text chain. I'm not going to say on the air what I said to Dorenzo, but he writes back and goes, okay, you were right. But I was right, too. What was he right about? He wasn't right about a damn thing last <laughs> I night. I don't know. I was waiting for you two to litigate that during the show. Today, I lost interest. I, yeah, oh, wait, I, I, yeah, you got to bring it up. I'll bring it up. What was? But do you have any idea what he was talking no, about? No, I wasn't certain. He was wrong about everything. He thought Bryce Harper <laughs> was going to have a bad game because it was his birthday and he was going to be loaded up on cake. Right? He thought that uh, he, he thought that Schwarber was still... I, and, and, and for the record, am I not Nostradamus predicting that Kyle Schwarber was going to have a repeat of exactly like game one of the National League Championship a year ago, hitting a home run first up at bat? It's 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 incredible. It's almost like Henry told me that before I went on the air, <laughs> just to make me look good. I was debating whether or not to give away the secret. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors. But the bottom line is that uh, we will talk to those idiots, I mean those guys, very, very soon, whenever they get down there. I don't know what their status is. But knowing the way that Dan drives, they'll be there at about 8.15. Yeah, miss another exit or two. Yeah, driving Miss Daisy over there by the time he gets down to South Philadelphia. I mean, it should take him 10 freaking minutes from here. You go, 76 is right there. We're at the studio. You can get right onto 76, literally right there. I can see it from here. Yeah. And go right down to the to the ballpark. What 
Why does this take these guys so long? You could even do back streets. Imagine that. You can go through back streets to get to the stadium. But the way that they go, I don't know, they go through Kansas or something to get there. <laughs> go to Jersey and back. And Dan already started to preface this by going, listen, it may take me a long time to get down there. There's a couple events going on tonight. The Flowers game's at 6, and the uh, soccer matches. at... It, I'm like, what, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> You're leaving now. It's 4 o'clock in the freaking afternoon. It's actually 3 o'clock when I talk to him. I said, you should be down there by 3.07. So call me at 3.07. What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> You've got all those events, and you have to factor in his wrong turn. And that's true. You have to factor in his wrong turn. Uh, I'm just waiting to hear from them. Uh, Luke Broadway of the New York Times says the following. Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise met after Jordan lost on the first ballot. Jordan asked Scalise for help, but did not receive a pledge to do so, according to a person familiar with the conversation. Scalise and his allies are smarting from the way Jordan supporters undercut Scalise after he won a conference election, but they refused to support him. So still, this is a, this is a this is a big deal. This is still a, a, a nonsense that's happening here uh, going on. Um, but by the way, locally, I just want to let you know. This coming Saturday, October, no, 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 not this Saturday, next Saturday, October 28th, from 9 to 11 a.m., uh, there will be an event in South Jersey to help the Republicans down there who are running. And here is the, the list. Congressman Jeff Van Drew, Jack Chitterelli, 12, 10 a.m., top radio host Rich Zioli, And then radio personality and Save Jersey blogger Matt Rooney. Now, if I had known Rooney was going to be there, I would have declined. (laughs) And see, they didn't tell me that when they asked me to speak. That's going to be Saturday, October 28th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Free event, free continental breakfast, Republican headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey, to support the candidates down there for state senate and and the local local, uh, candidates for, for county and town council as well. So come out and support that rally. Mark your calendar. My buddy Steve Packeraduni invited us for this Washington Township Republican organization. That's going to be on Saturday, October 28th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Congressman Jeff Van Drew will be there. Jeff Van Drew has, uh, he is supporting Jim Jordan. He is also coming out and saying that there will be another vote. I hope that Van Drew is able to move some colleagues here. You know, Van Drew has been on fire lately. And if he can help Jordan get over the top, that would be outstanding. So... That's the latest on that. Let's turn our attention, shall we, for a moment to former President Donald Trump. Uh, He uh, is taking a stand against the judge's order, and he's saying he's willing to go to jail. I told you yesterday the judge came out and said that he can't say mean things against the special counsel Jack Smith. Can't say mean things against dedicated public servants. Now, literally, the United States Constitution, the First Amendment, is all about saying mean things about dedicated public servants whether they are the president, senators, members of Congress, special prosecutors, people that work for the Department of Justice. I mean, technically, everybody in government is a public servant. They've coined that phrase themselves. We don't call them that. They call themselves that. But the First Amendment allows you to go after public servants without fearing that your government's going to punish you. This judge in this case has come out and issued a gag order saying that Trump can't go after these hardworking public servants. Now, you and I both know that most of most public servants are, they're, quite frankly, they're lazy bums. But regardless, we have a right to criticize them. This is a political prosecution. The government of the United States of America is going after Donald Trump. 
And they're going after Donald Trump over political speech that they don't like he said. All right. The government of the United States of America is going after him because they don't like the things that he said. And they're not allowing him to respond to that political prosecution, even though he's running for president and has to also campaign in the court of public opinion. So Trump has two tasks before him. He has to campaign in court. Literally for his life, because he could die in jail. And I mean, a, a, a trial is a, is a campaign. You got to you got to win over 12 jurors. Got to win over the jury. That's a campaign. It's, it, they bring in campaign consultants, jury experts and people who are forensic experts. It's no different than in any other campaign in life, whether it's a public relations campaign or a political campaign. To win in court is a campaign. Great lawyers will tell you that. Great litigators will tell you that. Some great litigators are some of the best, I'd say, operatives I've ever dealt with in my life. Then Trump also has a political campaign ahead of him where he has to convince voters that he is ready to be president and that these allegations against him are false. But he can't just come out and say they're false because everybody says the allegations are false. He needs to hammer the government. He needs to hammer the special counsel. He needs to go out there and say, these people are doing this against me because they want to stop me from becoming president, because this is the Department of Justice. And the guy in charge of the Department of Justice is Joe Biden. And I am his number one opponent and I'm leading him in the polls. And so his Department of Justice is coming after me. And now his Department of Justice won't even let me fight back in the court of public opinion. That's what Trump needs to say. And he has every constitutional right to say so. And this is what he said, cut number one. It's Trump, because that's who they're running against. We really want to run against Trump, but they don't. And the way I look at it, we beat him twice. Now we have to beat him a third time. We beat him. We beat the hell out of him the second time. Think of it. Think of it. Think of it. We did much better the second time than we did the first. Remember that. And they're getting beaten very badly by me in the polls. Uh, They think the only way they can catch me is to stop me from speaking. They want to take away my voice. And a judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? Which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Well, good for him. If that's what it takes, because he has to fight. He has to fight. It's important that he does. And this judge is out of her mind. The judge is out of her mind. Imagine this now. You're at a town hall meeting and people ask you questions. They say, uh, all right, I want to, you know, say a person stands up in Iowa. Uh, Mr. President, I have a question for you. Why are they going after you? And he stands up there and says, I can't really say anything, but just know that I'm innocent. What? Why? Well, t- well explain it to me. Tell me about it. Well, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't really talk about it. Why won't you? Well, I, I'd love to, but there's a gag order against me. A, he sounds like a total wimp at that moment. And B, it sounds like he's guilty. He doesn't want to get into it. Versus him standing up there and saying, you know why they're going after me? They're going after me because I'm going to win. And they're terrified of me in the deep state. 
And they know I'm going to come in there with a sledgehammer and hammer these people and hammer their departments. And so they're, they've weaponized the Department of Justice and they're coming after me. And now they're not letting me speak about it because this is a political prosecution. That's what he needs to say. And what he needs to say is, and trust me on this, I am innocent. I am innocent because this is a government that is hell-bent on stopping me. And ask yourself why they're stopping me. They're stopping me because I'm getting to them. Because I'm getting to them and I'm exposing the deep state for what it is. And they're terrified of this. And that's why I need you to back me. Versus, well, I'd love to be able to say something, but I can't because the judge said I can't say anything. So just got to trust me. I didn't do it. You see what I mean? That's why it is so completely unfair to put him in this position. It's so completely and utterly unfair. This is also what Trump said. Cut number two. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it and we'll see. But it's it's. So un- so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support, it's incredible. So, and it just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Al? <laughs> Al Capone, if you looked at him, if you looked at him the wrong way, he was seriously tough, right? Scarface, you know, they call him Scarface. Had a little scar in there. I'm sure it was a minor accident, but. <laughs> But Al Capone, if you looked at him in the wrong way, if he didn't like you, you looked at him a little bit askance, he blew your brains out. He was only indicted one time. I've been invited, I've been indicted four times. And in addition, I have the civil trials that are all coming out of the Justice Department. They've weaponized the Justice Department and the FBI. They've weaponized, think of it, the Justice Department. This is like a banana republic. But we're going to be okay. The good news is, I'm the only one that's ever been indicted where the numbers went through the roof because the people understand it. No, it's true. Well, good for him for speaking out. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, listen, my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, great guy. I've been telling you about him for a while. Well, mark your calendar because this coming Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but Saturday, November 11th, It is his annual Veterans Day breakfast, and every veteran is invited so that he can say thank you. The entire community can come together and say thank you. It is a complimentary veterans breakfast and shredding event taking place Saturday, November 11th, also my son's birthday, at his office in Cinnamonson, New Jersey, 1630 Riverton Road. There'll be coffee and donuts. There'll be shredding trucks there to get rid of all the documents you don't want people to find out about and i have to say you know mama's the only discovered dr mike and i'm glad she did because he is the master of dental implants for over 10 years he has received the accolades of his colleagues earning him the top dentist in new jersey for 10 consecutive years a respected master of dental implants delivering results that surpass expert expectations and that's why people travel from all over pennsylvania new jersey delaware the jersey shore California, Florida, Texas, and yes, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, like Mama Zioli. Very complicated dental work is his specialty. Complicated dental work. Dental implants. There are all these chain dental offices out there. You got to stay away from those. They're obsessed with costs. They're obsessed with money. Dr. Mike has been obsessed with care, and that's why both of his offices in Cinnamonson and Woodbury, both right over the bridge, 
you'll find wonderful people who care about you and care about your health and care about your smile. And they will take great care of you. There's great music playing in the office. It really is a very special place. So mark your calendar now for the free Veterans Day celebration, Saturday morning, November 11th, 2023, to Cinnamonson office, and make your free dental implant consultation by going to venariadental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, or 856-786-2020, 856-786-2020, Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the Free Odyssey app. As we continue to watch the events developing in Israel right now, there was a barbaric attack, a barbaric terrorist attack at a hospital in Jerusalem. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu calling this barbaric. And apparently now there was a meeting that was apparently going to happen between the Egyptian prime minister and Netanyahu. That has been uh, that has been canceled right now. That's the latest. More details are coming in. And Jim Jordan failing on the first ballot vote for the House Speaker race, but still not giving up. Uh, He's going for it, which is good. At 440, we're going to talk to a candidate for Pennsylvania Supreme Court. I've told you in the past why this race matters so much. You remember what the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania did in 2020 when they unconstitutionally, outside of what their power is, they extended the time, the manner, and the place of the election, which is what the legislature is empowered to do under the Pennsylvania Constitution. But the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania in 2020, because COVID, said you can vote days after the polls close. You can mail in your ballot. Doesn't have to have a postmark. Don't worry about it. Send it in. We'll count it. All good. And as a result of that, the election was completely compromised. No matter what you think of 2020, whether you think people who were dead voted, which, of course, they always do in Philadelphia, Dominion, voting machines, all of it, what we can prove without a question is that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court intervened in that election and affected the outcome by changing the time, the manner, and the place of that election. Instead of saying that all votes had to be in by Tuesday when the polls closed, they said you have until Friday at 5 p.m., 8 p.m., whatever it was. No mail, no, no postmark, don't worry about it. Postmark ineligible, don't worry about it. Just send it in. And so Joe Biden wound up winning Pennsylvania, and it was absolutely unconstitutional. Now. When the efforts 
we're underway in January of 2021 to send the electoral college results back to the states. One of the goals was to have the Pennsylvania legislature remedy that. For that reason that Donald Trump and his attorneys thought and, 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 and several very smart people who understand the Constitution thought that several states could have their legislatures take a look at the votes. For that reason, Donald Trump is now facing prosecution in federal court. Now, you could deny the election 2016. You come out and say the Russians did it. The Russians stole the election. You can pull a Jimmy Carter, Hillary Clinton, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, which you know is a flat out lie. You can say that. But if Trump comes out and says the election was stolen for me in 2020, they charge him with federal crimes and try to put him behind bars. It's outrageous. And this is the problem. This is the problem with everything that's going on in this country right now. And um, it's why Donald Trump is still leading in the polls, because people see it. People see it for what it is and they stand by him. And that's why his his uh, I mean, the lead he has in this race. I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen anything like this. Now, I would I would imagine the other candidates should stay in at this point because you never know what's going to happen. Some of them have maybe a chance if something happens to Trump. Others don't need to get off the stage, but he's crushing his competition in the polls. News story out in Politico. He's crushing them in the polls and in cash as well. The former president's third quarter fundraising hall just further cements the grip he has on this race. $24.5 million raised during the third quarter is more than double what any of his Republican rivals reported over the same period. And he has more than seven times as much cash on hand than Governor Ron DeSantis. Seven times more cash on hand. Cash on hand is a big deal in politics. You know, cash on hand is what you actually use to buy things. Like, for example, most campaigns run in the red, but people who buy TV and and radio are smart enough to admit the check has to clear. They don't they don't allow radio stations and TV stations will not run an ad unless the check clears. So that money has to be there. So cash on hand is critical. I mean, in other words, you can tell the staff members you'll get your check, consultants, people that do. But smart political operatives who either do mail pieces or do TV and radio, they turn around and they say, before this ad runs, before this mail piece drops, as we call it in the business, which means that they bring it to the post office and it actually goes out, check has to clear. Cash on hand is crucial for that reason. And Trump has seven times more cash on hand than Governor Ron DeSantis, who's in second place. So it's not just the polls. It's also the money battle here, too. I think a big reason for that is, I mean, at this point, if you're a Republican donor and you don't want Trump. At some point, you stop throwing good money after bad. At some point, you turn around and say, I'm I'm wasting money here giving it to whoever. DeSantis, Nikki Haley, whoever. Maybe somebody else will come along. Maybe not, but I'm, I'm not going to write checks here. This is, I'm not getting an ROI here. Trump's fundraising momentum is only accelerating. His third quarter number reported in a Sunday night filing with the Federal Election Commission far exceeds the $17.7 million his campaign raised in the second quarter and the $15 million it brought in during the first three months of the year. Whereas he ended the first quarter with about $14 million in, his, in, in the bank, his campaign now has about $40 million in the bank. 
You see, every prosecution against him, every time they go after him, every gag order, every prosecution, whether it's in New York, whether it's in Georgia, whether it's at the federal level on two fronts, he just raises more money. Now, you would think these idiots would realize that at some point and just leave the guy alone. But they keep going after him, and every time they go after him, he just raises more money. This is a political anomaly. I mean, you, you, you look at this and you go, how does this happen? How are people this stupid in politics where they turn around and they go, let's keep coming after the guy. And then the guy, his first quarter raises 15 million. The second quarter, he raises over 20 million. Third quarter raises close to $40 million. It keeps just accelerating, doubling. Dave Carney, a veteran Republican consultant, said all the political elites want him to run out of money and keep hoping something bad is going to happen. And he just continues to chug along and improve. And without any clarity on the alternative across six or seven people right now, he's just going to continue to roll forward. Remember something, too, the other debate that's coming up, which is sponsored by NBC News, it's going to take place in Miami, I believe, coming up at the end of the month. Uh, he's not going to be on that stage, nor should he be. If he can't answer the charges against him when people like Chris Christie are going to raise a tax at him, if he, if he really can't say anything because of this gag order, he shouldn't be there. But he should also shouldn't be there for another reason, too. And that reason is because Donald Trump would go on stage with a bunch of losers who have uh, far less cash than you do. And you, are, you have a 50-point lead in the polls. It would be political malpractice for any political consultant to suggest to him he should be on that stage. Political malpractice, which is why he's not going to be on that stage. I mean, I've never seen numbers like this before. That's why I keep telling you he's going to be the nominee. There's nothing that's going to stop that short of him dying. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, nothing. There's nothing that's going to stop that short of him dying. It doesn't matter if he's in jail. In fact, I think if he's in jail, he raises more money. I think, in other words, if, if he defies this judge's gag order, which he's going to do, and the judge issues a bench warrant against him and puts him in jail, I think he raises more money. I think that if tomorrow, if Georgia found him guilty and put him in a, in a Georgia state penitentiary, he'd raise more money. Every time they come after him, the checks roll in and his poll numbers go up. That's not me saying that. That's just what the political reality is. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Thursday night, we are live at Parks Casino. It's going to be another show, and these shows we co-host always sell out at Parks Casino Club 360. And here's another chance for you to come out and join me for a night of laughter for Joe Conklin's comedy night at Parks Casino. Thursday, October 19th, two nights from now, 8 p.m. So the Phillies game's at 5. You can watch the game at Chickies and Pizza Parks Casino, get some crab fries, they have a uh, whole area in the back you can watch the games. And then come over and join us for the comedy show at 8 o'clock. Kevin Downey Jr. is going to be there. Marion Groden, she's hysterical. By the way, Kevin Downey Jr. is going to be on the show later today. Tickets are just 20 bucks. They include your first drink. Doors open at 7 p.m. All you got to do is go to parkscasino.com slash comedy. Parkscasino, P-A-R-X, parkscasino.com slash comedy. You must be 21. And we're going to have a great time, but you have to buy your tickets in advance because the shows always sell out. Get there early. Your fellow Zioli Army members will be there. Everybody's going to be there early watching the game. I'll be there watching the game. Well, I mean, I'll get there as soon as the show ends, obviously. And then we'll take the stage and we'll have a lot of fun. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See you Thursday night. 
for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, we are. Absolutely. 855-839-1210. The next vote for speaker will not be until 6 p.m. Good news is we'll be on the air, so we can bring you the latest on that. They are awaiting for a member to return from a funeral. Uh, so it's looking like it's going to be a close one. We'll keep you posted on that. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. Very happy to welcome to the show her first time here. Judge Carolyn Carluccio is a judge of the Montgomery County Court of Common Pleas in Pennsylvania. And she is a candidate for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Your Honor, thank you for joining me. Rich, it's certainly my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is a really important election, and I want to talk about the election, obviously. But since I've never had you on the show before, let's <laughs> talk about you, Carluccio. So, uh, Italian? Yeah, I'm a little Italian there, I have to say. Even though Carluccio is my married name, my maiden name is Tornetta. Um, so I think I have it covered from every angle. My my dad's first-generation Italian. Now, my mother is Irish, so I've got a little bit of both in me. Uh, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to that <laughs> Italian-Irish mix. It's a great it mix. Has, it's a great mix. Thank you. Yeah, my wife's Irish, <laughs> so I mean, I, I think the Italians and the Irish get along very, very well. Yes, they do. And they make good babies, I think. And they <laughs> raise people with good morals and good values. Now, is it gravy or sauce? It's gravy for us. Gravy, even if there's no meat in it? Even if there's no meat in it. Well, Actually, we have caught it sauce, but we we end. I'm Sicilian. Yeah. Well, then I, I won't cross you then, since you're a Sicilian. See, you know, that's I, very smart. Yeah, very smart. <laughs> I, I'm Southern Italian. I, I get it. I understand. Uh, now, you are a a judge in the Court of Common Pleas, and and for those that don't understand what that process is, what is what does a judge in the Court of Common Pleas do? Okay, so that's the trial level. So we hear everything from murder down, you know, all kinds of criminal cases, family court, divorces, custody, orphans court, civil cases, um, pretty much everything that comes through the court systems go through the courts of common pleas. I've been on that bench for 14 years in Montgomery County. And two years ago, I was unanimously elected by all the judges on my bench, which are 24 judges, to be the president judge. And why I think that's really important for this race in particular is that my bench has more Democrats on it than Republicans. And they all chose me over the other Democrats running because they wanted somebody that they knew could get the job done. And they were able to put politics aside and put the person in there that could really clean things up. And that's exactly what I did, Rich. I got in there and we had a backlog that was unheard of in both the civil and criminal divisions. And I'm happy to tell you that in a little bit more than a year, I was we were on the front page of the legal intelligencer saying that Montgomery County has the smallest civil inventory that they've had in over a decade. Um, and I accomplished that in a little over a year. So I'm really proud of that. Um, and I'm still working on it. But we've done some really great things since, since I've been president and judge. Well, that's good. You should be very proud of that. that that's excellent. That That's the kind of efficient government that we need. And, and I'm glad to hear that. Now, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, I, I, I can't stress this enough to people. I mean, New Jersey, the Supreme Court justices are, are appointed by the governor, nominated by the governor. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. they're elected. And we saw a lot of controversy in 2020 around the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. This is a race that's a little bit under the radar right now. It's, you know, it, it doesn't get the attention that statewide races should get. But I think this is an, an essential race. I think that every single person who's eligible to vote needs to come out on Election Day and vote. 
Tell us why you decided to run for the Supreme Court. Well, it wasn't something that was on my radar. Uh, it, it kind of appeared in some ways that I seemed to be the right person for this position. And the more that I became involved in this, I was convinced that I really could win this race and I needed to win it for the people of the Commonwealth because there's a real distinction between me and my opponent. And I think that distinction says it all. And the people in this Commonwealth deserve a justice on the Supreme Court that understands their role. And the role of a justice or any judge is to apply the law. We are not to write the laws. I firmly reject judicial activism, which is what my, you know, my opponent says he believes the Constitution is a living document and that he has the will to change it if need be. And that's certainly not what a judge's role is. And I would reject that. Um, This is more important than ever. People tend not to want to vote in judge races. They say they don't know the judges. They don't think they impact them. Well, we could not be, it could not be more impactful um, if you own a business, if you work in this community, if you breathe the air in the community. Um, we've seen, you know, redistricting. We've seen so many results of the Supreme Court, um, voting rights, just everything ends up there. And it's essential that we get somebody on the Supreme Court that has integrity, that has a proven track record of following the law. And I'm that person. I love that. I love what you just said about interpreting the law and not writing law from the bench. I think that is so critical. The Constitution is not a living, breathing document. It's quite dead. And the the job of a judge is to interpret the law as as intended, as written, uh, as what the original intent was. So I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear you say that, Judge Carolyn Carluccio. Thank you. When you think about it, though, a lot of people, they think uh, Supreme Court, I mean, what kind of issues are you really going to face? But some of the issues that come before the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, in addition to what happened in 2020 with the election, and we've we've talked a lot about that on this program, obviously, I mean, it made national news. I mean, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court is going to be dealing with some 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 very, very critical issues. And I, I know that as a candidate for judge, you, you it's, it's a little tricky, right, because you, you, you don't know what cases are going to come before you. And so you can't really specifically comment on mm-hmm. certain things. But I think the guiding philosophy here is is what's key. I couldn't agree more. I mean, obviously, I can't talk about how I would roll in certain cases, but I can tell you firmly and tell the people that are listening that I will follow our law, that I will make sure the law is constitutional, and then I will apply it. And there are plenty of times where I probably won't like the law, but my job is going to be to apply it, and that's what I'm going to do. And you're going to know what to expect from me and from conservative judges, because we do follow the law, and we do not on whim change the law because maybe we're not happy with it today, because that's when our democracy is really at risk. When people start doubting the integrity of the judges, their ability to apply the law, we have some serious issues. Oh, I, I completely agree. I think you make an excellent Supreme Court justice, and I, I, I really hope you win. I, I think there's a lot of people out there who are rooting for you and cheering for you. I just need to make sure that they all get out and vote for you. And so to that That's- end, how do we make sure that that happens? What, what do we need to do to get you over the finish line? So, so you've just hit the nail on the head. We have to get people 
to vote. We've got to make sure they either get to the polls on November 7th or more importantly, fill out the mail-in ballot applications. They're there. They're available now. They are secure. They can You can follow up to make sure your vote gets in there. You'll know it counts. That's kind of banking your vote, we're saying it these days, is get it in there. And that way, if something comes up, if you're not feeling well, um, if you don't feel like going out on election day, you don't have to. Your vote's already in there and already counts. The Democrats have got that down to a well-oiled machine, and we better start playing that game and better learn how to use it. Um, I cannot impress upon people enough how important it is to get those votes in. If you have children who are in school and away at college, get their mail-in ballots in. There's a simple way to do it. You go on votespa.org, I believe, is the website, and you can get the mail-in ballot application. All you need is a copy of their driver's license and where to send it, and you can apply for the application for them. Um, And that's the way to do it, and that's what we need. The more people you reach out to, the better it is for all of us. I like how on your website you, you it mentions how you are highly recommended by the Pennsylvania Bar Association. You've earned the endorsement of the Republican Party of Pennsylvania. Republicans need to, to, to do exactly what you just said. There's, there's nothing wrong with mail-in ballots. The Democrats have figured this out. They figured this game out. Whatever hesitation people have, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a mail-in ballot. And you, I think we need to, I think Republicans need to step up their game on this. I think it's, it's critical. It has to happen now. It has to happen in 2024. I had Scott Pressler on the show last week, and I know oh. Scott's out there campaigning for you as well. And Scott he's made a great point. Great. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, he's been wonderful. I have to say to have him as a supporter is really it, it's surprising and it's wonderful. And he's pushing those mail-in ballots and he's getting people registered. Um, he's been a great advocate for all of us Republicans in Pennsylvania. You're a former federal prosecutor, and obviously here in Philadelphia, I mean, crime is a, is a major issue for people. Um, it's a major issue everywhere in this country right now. As a former federal prosecutor, what do you think in terms of what you can bring to the bench uh, from, from that perspective as well? Look, I did that for nearly nine years, and I prosecuted some really bad cases. I did bank robberies. I did gun cases. I did large-scale drug cases. I traveled throughout the country prosecuting cases. I know how to handle people that belong in jail, and I know how to get them there. I understand how to keep our community safe, and that is so imperative right now that we have people in, in on the courts that understand that our communities need to be safe, that our we need to feel comfortable where we live, where we work, where we shop, where we socialize. And right now, people are not feeling safe in those areas. And something needs to be done about it. Because if we don't stop that now, it's only going to get worse. I agree. And without mentioning any names, we have some some rogue district attorneys out there who uh, have a much different view of the law than, than you do. And some of those cases may come to you on appeal. And, 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 and I'm glad to have that perspective from uh, from a Supreme Court justice. I think that's really critical for people to know. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm really proud of that background. And also, you know, I was the first female chief public defender in our county. So I don't want to you know, ignore that because what that's done is got, brought me great balance that I understand there's constitutional rights afforded. those Absolutely. That are and I'm going to honor that also. There's a balance there and we need to find that balance and apply it effectively. I agree with you 100 percent, Judge Carolyn Carluccio, because making sure that our civil rights, our constitutional rights are protected is essential. Uh, We've seen too often, unfortunately, where the government has assumed guilt of people who are innocent before the eyes of the law. And everybody deserves that uh, and deserves their day in court. And so respecting the constitutional rights of people who've been accused is is also absolutely essential. That balance is 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 key. Uh, Very fundamental. I'm, I'm glad you said that. So thank you. You're welcome. 
Your website is judgecarluccio.com, C-A-R-L-U-C-C-I-O.com, judgecarluccio.com. This is a chance now for people to get out there and vote for you. I hope they do. Is there anything else you'd like to tell people where they can look at you, follow you, and and, uh, Facebook, Twitter, anything like that? All of the above. Yes, it's all at Judge Carluccio. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Um, follow us. Take a look at where we've been and what we've been doing. I've been everywhere in this Commonwealth. I've been to every county twice, three, four times. And I'm out there because I think it's important to meet the people where they are, to let them know that I care about every single vote, every place where people are. Um, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful state. And I wouldn't have known that otherwise. And people are struggling. And it's important that they know that I care. So I've been out there doing that. So please follow me. Um, reach out on the website. We'd love to hear from you. When you go to all these state fairs around the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, have you? Is there any particular food that's really stuck out at you that you've had to eat? That, like, well, I heard fried butter. One thing which amazed me: fried, deep fried butter. I, 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 like, I'm craving that at some point in my life. Yeah, I can't say I share that craving. <laughs> I, the only thing that you know, being from from the southeast here in Pittsburgh, they put French fries and everything, sandwiches, salads. Yeah. Um, that that kind of threw me a little bit for a loop. I've had a lot of great food. I've had walking tacos and a lot of these fairs. Um, I try everything everywhere. Uh, I think that's part of the fun of it. You've got to eat it all. And I have certainly enjoyed myself in that regard on the campaign trail. Now, is there anything you'd like to say tonight before the Phillies game? Oh, go Phils. I'm going to listen. I'm going to be in the event, but I'm going to be listening in the car on the way home. We listen all the time. I would miss it. They're, they're, they're awesome. And you know what? I was, well, I, I feel like I have a lot in common with them. We're fighting. We are going to fight till the end. <laughs> I'm going to fight with them. So, yeah, I'm proud of them. I love the spirit. Let's have you back on before the election, okay? I, I really want to help you here, and I think I think you do a great job. So we're rooting for you. Judge Carolyn Carluccio for Pennsylvania Supreme Court, judgecarluccio.com. Thank you. Best of luck. We will talk again to you very soon. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Go Phils. Go Phils. Absolutely. Go Phils. Okay. Uh, 855-839-1210 is our number. we got 30 minutes of nonstop talk coming up straight ahead for you. Before I switch it over to that and we check in with our guys at the ballpark, NJDiet.com is going to help you lose 40 days, 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds guaranteed. Just say it with me. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. You will lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. They use your hair, your saliva, and your blood work, along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get you and your body into the fat-burning zone. That fat-burning zone is everything. That's where the magic happens, and it's how you keep the weight off as well. And NJ Diet uses DNA info to help you keep the weight off so it doesn't come back. Look, this is the time of year now. Somebody said the other day, they made a great comment. They said, you know, the, the playoffs are great, but our diet during the playoffs may not be ideal. I get it. And the holidays are coming too. But NJ Diet can help you with one phone call. You just have to reach out to them today at 855-5-NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. There's absolutely no shots, no hormones, no surgery. And locations are close by in King of Prussia. Newark, Delaware, and Cherry Hill, New Jersey. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. Guaranteed. Guaranteed weight loss with NJDiet.com. So do it today. NJDiet.com. 
Bridge Zioli, weekday afternoons 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 